welcome to episode 62 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Hermione Granger of the podcast, mm. yes. Where would we be without him? It's producer oh, Joe Power. That's very nice. Hey, yeah. Oh, I like that one. Do you want to hear the other one I had? (laughs) Yes, please, mate. Some say he's the Marcus Flint of the podcast. Yes, he trolls famous people. (laughs) It's producer Joe Power. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter's a... And he trolls and... Yeah, yeah. What you do on Twitter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was for my evenings. Yes, of course. How are we doing, guys? Good. I'm very good. It's... uh, To put a time stamp on this for the train weirdos, it's Sunday... Tom's got WrestleMania to look forward to, but I'm tired and I don't, I don't think I can last the whole night. Oh, you don't think you're going to oh, make it? No. How long is it? How long does it last? It lasts a lot, like six hours. That's a lot of mania. <laughs> it's a lot that's of mania. Too long. <laughs> that is well, that, that's the definition of a mania, I suppose. I was, yeah, it's an, a, a manic episode. <laughs> it's a manic episode of <laughs> yeah, wrestling of six hours. But uh, but are you excited, Thomas? I am excited. Okay, yeah, lovely. We'll get your predictions later on when we uh, cover a bit of geekery for the week. Yes, please. Uh, uh, how you doing, Patrick? I'm very good. Yeah, very good. Glad to be here. I'm I'm looking forward to tonight because it's oh. the second episode of Line of Duty. Line of Duty oh. came back last week. Cracking out, first episode. Out the gate. Brilliant TV. Wow. Yes. Fantastic. Me and you so, text about it. Yeah, we did. We did. We Ooh, text yeah. now. We really? Text now. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad this podcast has brought you, to, <laughs> you I, guys I, together. I, I, I didn't even have his number before we started this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, propping up in the corner, it's Mr. Michael Corner himself. Hello. Uh, hello, Michael. Are you all right, Mike? I'm now, yeah, well, as we know, Mike is a teacher, so this is the f- technically the first first day of the holidays, second day of the holidays. Yeah. Mm. You're looking to enjoy yourself. What you got planned? Absolutely nothing. A cocaine binge. Okay, interesting. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Not advisable, <laughs> but you know. How you? How's your week's been, guys? How's your week been, Joe? Uh, yeah, very good. I mean, I, t- I say the same thing most weeks. I've been mm. working with codes in the clouds. And, who, edit, and editing that? a podcast. That would be the band I'm in. Oh, but uh, we announced another gig this week. We're playing a gig in Sheffield as part of... Um, oh, God. Uh, Tremla- a part, as part of Tremlines Festival. Tremlines Festival. Cool. Was it playing? the 21st of July, was it? I what? believe... Yes. Well yeah. done. Yeah, so any well Sheffield good. train weirdos, check out Joe's Bandos. <laughs> Very good. Oh, Tram Weirdos. Tram uh, and then go for a Nando's. <laughs> 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 How's your week been, Pat? Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been nice. It's been really nice. Um, just last night, me and Mike uh, actually were at, um, were at a function. Uh, do you remember, I think... I do. Yeah, I think, do you remember episode one where we were talking about which teacher would have been your Dumbledore? Yes. I said, Miss Strong, our old English teacher. Yeah, yeah. She was renewing her vows yesterday and me and Mike got an invite. Wow. Yeah. Like, kind of through because we were... you called her her dumb to your dumb. No, she has no idea about that. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my sister used to work with her. Wedding vows. Yeah, just because you didn't you didn't classify. Yeah. Her. Like, <laughs> could have been anything. No swearing her allegiance to the Nazi party. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she vowed to kill me, and she was renewing that, that vow yesterday. <laughs> so I got the invite. Yeah. You don't go to the to the ceremony if somebody's declared a fatwa on you. <laughs> but How those, was that? we went along, and it was uh, it was lovely, man. But um, she was kind. Of, it was it, it was basically her night. Like the the husband. <laughs> was such a nice guy just taking a back seat and letting her like Mike said several times it's like an audience with because she was like she had a microphone she was going around saying hello to people <laughs> she kind of gave a nice big speech and it was like it was like that bit from the start of Lord of the Rings where Bilbo's thanking all the people for coming and there's different cheers from different parts of the room right me and Mike got a shout out hey. well done yeah, yeah. So it's like some, some lads are here that I used to teach and it's very nice to see them again but when we actually said hello she she like her eyes went wide like <gasps> 
And I thought it was going to be, oh, she's happy to see us. But she was like, oh, my God, you used to be so blonde. Oh. Uh, and I was like, oh, thanks. Oh. thanks. I didn't factor in that, that, that disappointment oh. immediately. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. But it was it was really nice to see her. Like good. she she was busy. We got like a good five minutes with her, and uh, and it was a free bar. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> had a lovely time. Did you know that going in? Uh, no, I didn't. So I got some cash out just in case. You kept that cash in your pocket all night. Yep, that is a hundred quid. I didn't need to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uh, happy for you. Uh, how's, how's your, your How's your Thanks, week guys. Here <laughs> sorry, we go. sorry. That's fine. There we go. <laughs> oh, giving the people what they want. Uh, uh, I've had a I've had a good week. Um, we went to Elsa's dance show yesterday, and um, we took some videos. And I had to. I had to. Oh, you're not allowed to put it on social media because of factors. And so I sent it to you guys, mm. and you can see if you put it on social media, you probably caption it with. Guess which one is my child? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 She was brilliant. It was so funny. It, it was she, she just she uh, marched to the beat of her own tune, shall we say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, but there were definitely moments where she was doing bits, and and the other kids were sort of half-heartedly doing the same thing. Like there, there was a, there was definitely a. She's a, all in. She's all in. She, yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah. giving a hundred. She's yeah, she's giving a yeah, and um, yeah. So that was really nice. Um. Yeah. At one point, she just did the floss. Yep, busted out the floss, mate. <laughs> do no that. one else was doing it. No one else was doing it, and, and I think you can hear on the video uh, other parents laughing. <laughs> and, but um, no, yeah. that, that video put such a such a smile on my face because they're singing uh, "Be Happy" as yeah, well. Yeah, don't and worry. She, be and every happy. time she sings "Be Happy," you can hear her. Yeah, <laughs> yes. She so... goes around above. The, the, um, but yeah, no, well, we got a, a report from there last week, and they did say um, Elsa is loud, um, <laughs> but in a good way, and that she picks it up if the others are quiet. So, yeah, I mean, Joe put it probably the best. Of uh, this is practically a solo performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Oh, I'd be careful how I say that. Oh, no, I'll just say it. I don't want to on anyone else's kids. <laughs> Good rule, good rule for life, Matt, I think. <laughs> but she really was carrying yeah. that whole performance. She was. Guys, uh, normally we do it a little later in the show, but I just want to get it out of the way. Let's immediately run into the bad movie that we watched last week. Okay. <laughs> Right, okay, so last week we were given the task by Patrick mm-hmm. of watching uh, the 1998 movie The Avengers. 98? Uh, yeah, yeah, 1998, sir. No. Yes, it is. 98. No, it's 1998. No, it's like 2012 or something. No. Yeah. No. Over, <laughs> here, over here, it's called Avengers Assemble. No, different, different film, mate. Did you, uh, did you just watch Avengers Assemble again? Yeah, no, I watched this as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I shan't be forgiving Pat anytime soon. But for those of you that don't know what the film is, it's a big screen spin-off of uh, a cult 1960s TV show. I believe it was a British show, wasn't, wasn't it? Was Joanne a British Lumley show. Joanne Lumley was in it. I can't remember the name of the guy in it, but... Um, yeah, it was it was fairly well received in the sixties. Yeah, so yeah. they thought, why not just do a hey, a, 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 hey, listen, sentiments there. 
Absolutely. Uh, like, like you said, it's it was the era of Wild Wild West and other like, let's bring back some, you know... TV shows and yeah. knock them out as films. Yeah. And just make an, a, an awful, awful film. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, the plot is uh, when weather Paper control device... is very thin. <laughs> um, when weather control device the Prospero Shield fails, secret agent John Steed, played by Ray Fiennes, mm-hmm. is sent to investigate by his superior mother, played by Jim Broadbent. Mm, yeah. uh, not seen near any birds in this film. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steed at first suspects scientist Emma Peel, played by Uma Thurman, who has been filmed sabotaging the device. <laughs> Until suspects. He, uh, yeah, suspects. <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, until he realizes that Mrs. Peel has in fact been cloned by the man really responsible, evil industrialist Sir August de Winter, played by Sean Connery. That's a great cast. Yeah. 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 This is a promising film, right? Yep. You yep. see that cast? Oh, there's money as well. Oh, big money. Big money. 60 million. <laughs> 60 million. 60 didn't, million 1998. Didn't make that back? No, it didn't. And <laughs> I'm surprised it made why. back enough. Uh, like, it made back 48 million. I was like, wow. Yeah. That, is, that is some diehard fans of the original series. Oh, my word. And probably no one else. Like, the word of mouth. I mean, for I, this must have been terrible. Surely 46 million of that was made in the opening week before well, people this, had read reviews. This is uh, termed one of the worst movies of all time. Mm. And I have to say, it is fully fully deserving of that label like Mm. we do this uh segment we've done it for a while now i put this as the worst film we've seen really i have to say because when you look at the budget you look at the cast and you uh look at other budgets of what we've watched Mm. there's a reason why some of them don't look great yeah there's a reason why some of the special effects there's a reason why the actors aren't as good but the acting in this is terrible oh my mm-hmm. god yeah it, it was awful. like they were given one take yeah and yeah. they were given the script five oh. minutes before the take they yeah. were rushing this yeah, is yeah. A, such a rush job if the if, i'd be shocked if the director didn't say something like if you could just treat this like it was a year six leaving play yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 unbelievable how bad this is yeah but i'm not gonna lie i kind of enjoyed it did you? Wow. Because it is that bad. It's not it's not like I like so downsizing was bad because it was just boring and disappointing. Mm. This this for me falls under the category of so bad that I started to really laugh at parts. Yeah. Right? Because there's like there's a car chase that looks like it could be semi decent, but there's all these giant CGI robot wasps that keep flying oh, in front of yeah. the camera. Yeah. So you can't actually see anything that's going on. <laughs> it's such either? a poor choice <laughs> that I couldn't help but laugh. There's a, there's a weird bit where they're having a chat, but rather than sit down and have a chat, they're, they're fencing. Yeah, the yeah, scene yeah. and the scene starts with them in the middle of fencing. Yeah. So at no point do you go, let's see what your skills are made of. It just starts and they're in the middle of a fight, but chatting. Yeah. Is it, isn't that the scene where she says... She just says, oh, we put something and something together to try and make antimatter. Oh, yeah, protons and ions. And, and like, okay, oh, science. Oh, I wasn't expecting oh, sweet. this. No. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds official. Well, this all checks out. <laughs> we were bombarding protons and ions to make antimatter. I shall have to start calling you doctor again. Artificially creating new weather systems. You're a lady of hidden talents, Mrs. Peel. Ed, Eddie Izzard, weird casting. Very weird casting. Yeah. He's a henchman. Yeah, basically a dialogueless henchman. He, yeah. he doesn't 
Like, why did you get Eddie Izzard in for that role? Yeah, that was a very odd. Move. I think Izzard did that in the nineties, didn't he? He was sort of taking. Do you think this was him trying to make Yeah, because he was in Mystery Men as well, I remember. But at least he had, like, lines. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I just... just, Maybe he got to that point where he was like, I'm going to make it in America, let's just take some film roles. Right. Get my face out there. Yeah, Yeah, he was offered a a fight scene on on a zip wire with Uma Thurman. That was so weird. Yeah, Yeah, and then let out an expletive, which was... Now out of place and sound out of sync as well. (laughs) Yeah, and out it wasn't his voice. I love a a bit of swearing. I don't think that's a secret. No, but that really took me out of the film when he said that because I was like, that doesn't belong in this. This is a film for at most ten-year-olds. Oh yeah. You know (laughs) what did he say? You know what it felt felt like? It felt like somebody uh, going on YouTube overdubbing the Avengers and going, "Oh, here's what I thought of the scene." see where i've made the edit that's what it felt like it yeah. felt like a parody of the film yeah <laughs> going mm, f in hell you know yeah it's uh it, yeah it's 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 bad so we've got so we've got giant robot wasps with with no explanation of where they come from train weirdos if you're listening to this thinking <laughs> oh this sounds this no yeah yeah no i haven't listen, i haven't cut anything out of the conversation you're not missing like listen continuity listen here. to pat's list here <laughs> we've got some giant robot wasps that make uh, an appearance with no explanation of where they come from, and you never see them again. No, yeah, that's you've right. got you've got like a, a, a classic Bond style boardroom scene with all the villains around the table. Yes, yeah. But, well, they're dressed as Pat. They are all dressed as differently coloured giant teddy bears. That's correct. so odd. That's it's correct. so odd <laughs> because so they weird. have to keep their identities anonymous from each other. They're not allowed to know who each other are. Beautiful bit yeah. of ex- exposition there from Sean Connery's character explaining yeah. why they're in those costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because because a mask wouldn't suffice. <laughs> yeah, or, or just a conference call. Why do they have to all be in the same room? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's great. Because the first line Sean Connery says in that scene, he's still got the bear head on. Mm. And as you pointed out to me earlier, Pat, that clearly wasn't Sean Connery. Yeah. No, that he... was someone doing some mad arm acting. Yeah, some some overzealous, over enthusiastic kid who's like, yeah, that's his his only shot at the big time. <laughs> yeah, he's being Sean Connery's teddy bear double. Yeah. It's Joey being Al Pacino's butt double. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> Uh, if, and, to give listeners a, an idea of what it looked like, just think of when the Power Rangers morphed and then they would talk to each other while they were in their costumes. Yeah, yeah. It's all, yeah. a lot of arm yeah. acting. We're going to save the world! <laughs> that sort of thing, yeah. And, and because it was this era of films, like, it came out around the same time as like uh, after, after Independence Day had made like national um, landmarks blowing up cool. Yeah. Uh, and Armageddon did it and Deep Impact did it and all this stuff. So, so naturally we destroy like Nelson's Column and, and Big Ben... But it didn't. Just dest- no... It didn't destroy Big Ben, did it? It just well, well, the, the lightning kind of blew it. it up kind of a just bit. blew the clock face out. Yeah, yeah. The clock and, and I don't know why because they targeted it specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Did, that, did they think that would stop time by attacking the biggest <laughs> clock? I don't know what they like. like oh, the time is a concept. We're just going to annihilate it by just destroying this the massive clock. I don't know what. <laughs> what like, the... Who's going who's gonna to explain to the baddie that like all the powerful people, the politicians, they're just next to Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, destroying yeah, yeah, the yeah. clock probably won't do anything. To... Yeah. Just you just took out off. London's Quasimodo. That's literally all you've done. <laughs> I had you down as a creature of habit. A bachelor's life. It's worked quite well until now. Don't tell me you never met the right girl. Well, there's always the exception. That proves the rule? Quite. You're exceptional in many things. But duty comes first. <laughs> no, I, I, I made a note, because it's only an hour and 
Uh, 28 minutes. I made a note an hour and five minutes in. What what's the plot of this film? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is Sean Connery's actual plan? We we keep reinforcing the idea that he's figured out how to control the weather. Okay, to what end? Like, it, yeah. do you, you want to destroy the world? No, he doesn't. He just wants to get paid. Yes. So yeah. he's going to hold the world to ransom, like, again, classic. Well, yeah, he, he wants to get paid, but then you see his base, and you think, well, he must have a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. Like, robotic bees aren't cheap. No. <laughs> so why don't you just not make them and, and just and have... <laughs> just have the have money. The money and then, <laughs> I, like, like, invest it in property yeah, in that, London. Exactly. You've <laughs> already got this massive... We've seen his mansion. Falling mansion, yeah. Like, like, you're not hard up for a bit of cash. Like... <laughs> And and then yeah, his his evil lair where the climactic fight takes place basically looked like they were fighting next to the Crystal Dome. Yeah, um, it's like he's he's clearly well funded. Yes, yeah. he doesn't need extra money. And how much money does it cost to even try and figure out how to control the weather? Yeah. Oh, none of none of it holds up at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it's not it's and not it, experiment one, is it? It's several no. several t- attempts, each costing millions of pounds. You just think if you just didn't do that, save a bit, Sean. You would you would not need to hold anyone to ransom. I knew I knew this film was going to be a piece of work when they the way they introduce Uma Thurman's character is she gets a she gets a note like couriered to her door, and she opens the note and the note says answer the phone and the phone rings, just phone her. People, yeah, just people answer ringing phones. Yeah. You don't it's, need to send a especially a note. back especially back in 1998 when you couldn't yeah. screen your calls. <laughs> you answer those phones. Anyway. Oh, it's so dumb. The oh, whole thing's dumb. Uh, yes. And then at one point, there's an invisible man at one point. <laughs> yeah. Um, my fa- my favourite thing about that scene was that even though the man was invisible, they still managed to have a massive continuity error where it, it, it's cut to the invisible man and he's got his, a pipe hanging out of his mouth. But the pipe is all you can see. Mm. And then it cuts back to, is it Ray Fiennes dealing with him? Yeah. And then he gives him a note. And then it cuts back to the invisible man. The pipe's nowhere to be seen, but he is wearing glasses now. So we know where the invisible man is. Yeah. The glasses threw me because I'm like, okay, Okay, so if he still needs to wear glasses um, and we can see him, does that mean he's just sitting there naked? Because I can't see a suit or a shirt <laughs> yeah, or, or anything. He is just holding That's a naked conversation. Point. He is the voice of the original star of the Avengers. Patrick McNee, I believe that's his name is. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why he was there. <laughs> that's but why that happened. That's why that happened. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're going to give you a cameo in the film, but we're not going to show anyone your face. Pretty much. <laughs> Lovely. What yeah. a tribute. <laughs> I mean, I imagine, I imagine Lumley was probably contacted about it, but... She doesn't yeah. need to do this. Yeah, and she, she did well to steer clear of it. Yeah. Because it is an absolute stinker. It is, it, yeah. I, I don't know if it's... I think I got angrier watching Howard the Duck, but it, this is definitely up there. Oh. This, it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. It is one of the worst. I'm not, say, I'm not saying by any means it's enjoyable. I just enjoyed how bad it was. Right, right, right. Um, but I will never watch it again. What are we going to do next week? Oh. Um... We had some, we had some listener submitted ones. We did have some listener submitted ones, um, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put forward a suggestion I made a couple of weeks ago okay. Okay, that you guys didn't follow through. No, and that is the Halle Berry vehicle, Catwoman. Okay, oh, just let me. I think it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me this. Some people, oh. some people waste nine lives. <laughs> We're just wasting the one. How long is it? I'm just googling. It's an hour and forty-four. Um, fine, I'll waste my life watching that flipping film. What else are you going to do? <laughs> That's a fantastic <laughs> point, Fifth. 
Okay, guys, right now we've got that out of the way. Let's cheer ourselves up with some peeves. Peeves? Yeah, let's focus on everything we got wrong last week <laughs> or, or didn't know. Tom, I believe you got a couple. Yep. Uh, so, Joe, you were saying uh, Hiddleston, you weren't sure if it was Chinese or Cantonese. Yeah. Or Mandarin. It is Chinese. It's Chinese. Okay. And he says, it. here is your centrum. Mm. Um, okay, good. We were, were working out who wrote The Cursed Child. It was actually written by Jack Thorne. He's got the sole writer's credit. Okay. Um, but it says, based on the original story by J.K. Rowling, Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. And John Tiffany is uh, the director uh, ah, as well. Right. Uh, Quiet Place, directed by John Krasinski. Uh, it was written by Brian Woods and Scott Be- Beck and John Krasinski. He, they wrote the spec script. Yep. He came on board, and it was Emily Blunt that encouraged him to direct it. And all three of them seem to be reuniting to write the sequel with Krasinski directing. Mm. Okay. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, because I just remember she was winning all the awards and she kept saying, you know, it's been amazing to, to have gone on this journey with you. And I, 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 I think I just naturally assumed they had an idea together and wrote it together. No, I, th- I think she convinced him to direct it and he was like, I want you to star in it. And she said, no, read the script and went, yeah, I need to be in this. Right. Um, oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Good for that. Pat, what you got? What a lovely couple. Um, what is Centrum? What are they actually advertising? It's vitamins. Okay. Um, in the MCU, is the collector or are, are the collector and the Grandmaster Eternals? No. They're oh, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. Okay. They're known as elders. Uh, they are brothers, at least in the MCU. It's debatable in the actual comics. Nowhere is not the head of a, an Eternal. It's the head of a Celestial. Right. An ego, Star Lord's dad from Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy 2, he was a celestial. Right. So, a, a bigger sort of thing. What are the Eternals? I still don't really know. Yeah, we'll find out when but the film Thanos comes out. Thanos is one. Oh, okay. Right. He was, um, so I've got a picture here that I took, because I've got this big Marvel like encyclopedia at home. Thanos was born one of the Eternals on Saturn's moon Titan, um, but he was ostracized because of his hideous mutant nature, so they don't all look like him. Right. The Eternals, a million years ago, the Celestials, which is uh, so ego and, and all that lot, came to Earth to an experiment on the human race. They accelerated the evolution of a few subjects, blah, 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 blah. These people became the Eternals. So they're kind of like an advanced human race, I guess. Right, okay. And that's who Angelina Jolie's going to be. She's playing one of them. Okay. Looking forward to it. Um, did I survive the snap? No, I did not. I found the oh. pictures. Joe, you said you thought you did, but I saw your picture from the old WhatsApp group. You did not either. Ah, oh, so um, I did ne- too. Oh. Neither did Mike. Tom, you never you never gave us your update. So if you want to check uh, didthanoskillme.com or... I will. <laughs> oh, should, we it, should we do it live? <laughs> let's, let's, let's see how you get on, Thomas. Uh, just, while, just while Tom's checking, I just want to double check. Are you guys still excited about seeing this film? I mean, we've got we booked tickets now. Yeah, so well, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm all in. my ticket. Yeah, Tom, do you have your ticket? I have oh, of course ticket. you do. I'm, we're, going, we're, I'm going to the same screening. We're going to the same screening, but not sat together. We're not sat together, though. But we'll never be seen in public together. <laughs> I might do what I used to do uh, when we used to sit in church, try and get your attention from <laughs> several pews away. Just like, Joe, Joe, Joe. Are you, are you, uh, are you, um, you going to bring a toy with you to yep. play with to keep you entertained during the film? It's quite a long film, Tom. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll get my Thanos toy. Have <laughs> you been to the loo? <laughs> uh, drum roll, guys. All right, did you survive? No, I was slain by Thanos. Ah, for the good no, we all died. None we of us died. Survived. That's that's outrageous. Yeah. <sighs> so what, um, when you're going to see it, because I'm I'm doing the double bill. You're doing the double bill Odeon. in 3D. You're yeah, do, it's you're right. doing the William William. I hate, oh, yeah. The double bill. bill. bill no, but yeah, when you because you message you message <laughs> saying that you'd uh, only managed to get 3D tickets, but 
then I remembered that when we first saw Force Awakens, I could only get us 3D tickets and you were sat in the front row. And I yeah. don't think that's marred your memory of it, that film at all. No, it didn't affect my enjoyment of it at all. So, so yeah. And plus, like, 3D I still find annoying. But I've seen Infinity War a couple of times and we're seeing that first. Like, that finishes at quarter to midnight. You've got a 15-minute break and then at one minute after midnight. Okay, so you've got a 16-minute break. <laughs> one minute after midnight. <laughs> Uh, Endgame starts. So by that point, I'll be quite acclimatised well, to the 3D glasses. When yeah. you say, would it not, will not the presentation start one minute past midnight? Or will the actual film start? Oh, no, that's a good point. There might be additional trailers. Yeah. The, fi- the, fi- the film will start at one minute past midnight. I think that's the... Because like, uh, the, the screening I was going to go to in Greenwich, they always do the one minute past midnight and the trailers start at 20 to midnight and the okay. screening we're going to Tom they advertise it as like an 11.35 screening but the film will come on at one minute past right. midnight oh okay so on Odeon's thing it said 10 to 9 till 11.45 then uh-huh. end game 0.001 to whatever time so one would assume that 11.45 is when the next set of trailers will start if they have another set of trailers that's true actually maybe the interval is just the trailers it's like you've already seen them all so go have a go grab a drink well, yeah, I, I can't help but think that this conversation belongs in a different segment of our podcast. So are we all done with peeves? I'm, flexi- I'm all peeved out. Flexing my muscles, mate. Tom, you are, you are jocked to the max currently. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> really need to stop hitting the gym. <laughs> I don't go to it, I just hit it. <laughs> Bad gym, you keep away from Tom. <laughs> Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd? Pardon me? Yes, I don't know if you guys have heard, but tickets went on sale this week for the Avengers Infinity War. Endgame, sorry. I'm uh, I'm going to the double bill. Yeah, Yeah, uh, me and Tom are going to the same screening. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're going to the same screening, not sitting together. together. I'm D11. I am... Uh, I think I'm behind you. I think I'm uh, M12, maybe. You suck my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. The Awful eyes man. I threw at Pat. And I have already used that joke in a, in a previous WhatsApp conversation. Awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's how much I'm looking forward to this film. I could remember my seat number without actually looking at my ticket. I am M12. I remember my M12 seat M12 Shyamalan. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I, I remember because I was D11. I thought, so close to D12. Uh, oh, yeah, would you have shame. preferred that? Yeah. Even though it's probably... Is that nearer the centre or...? Just to say, I'm in D12. I'm in D12. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I replaced Proof, who was slain before his time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. (laughs) What else we got? Okay, so uh, so some geek news this week. I don't know if you saw this. It didn't make make many headlines, but I wanted to bring it up because I feel this man deserves some recognition. Um, Have you ever heard of an actor called Shane Rimmer? No, no. He died uh, on the 29th of March, aged 89, survived by his wife and three sons. You will have heard of things he's done. Um, he was the voice of Scott Tracy in Thunderbirds. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Big Do you know pop. my mum had a crush on Scott Tracy? The puppet? Yeah. Wow. Ooh, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll get into that later. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy 60th birthday, by the way, mum. Happy hey, birthday, Ellen. She would be 60 on Wednesday. So oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, as when this goes out. So, yeah, a big part of, uh, well, my childhood anyway, I was a big Thunderbirds kid growing up, so oh. his voice was like, you know, a regular feature of the house. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of uncredited roles in, uh, not limited to, Doctor Strange Love, 
James Bond movies, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Forever, and Live and Let Die. Wow. He was uncredited as Rebel Fighter Technician in Star Wars. Wow. Uh, he was uncredited in Superman, but credited in Superman 2 and 3, playing different characters each time. He was in Gandhi. He was in Batman Begins. He was the guy that's talking about... He's what? at the control station going, if that train gets here, like it's going to shut off the whole city's water supply. The guy had an amazing career, but was never a star. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, he died. And I thought we should just pay some... Yeah, absolutely. Some That's a... Him. Well, Thunderbirds is obviously a big part of our... Yeah, I, I enjoyed um, Thunderbirds. It was we a bit had, weird. We, we used to play all the... Lusting over it. <laughs> 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 we, I remember we used to play with uh, the ships and stuff. You had yeah. a big, Didn't you have a big Thunderbird 2? Big Thunderbird 2. That would release 2. a Thunderbird 4. Yeah, got, oh, I had a big Thunderbird it. 2 that had a Thunderbird 4 in it. But um, that was put in a black bin bag to go up to the loft and unfortunately was thrown away. No, Toy Story! Along with the Millennium Falcon. No! What? Yeah, Millennium... It was, uh, it was a mix-up, um, a, ca- a catastrophic mix-up. That's horrendous. Um, yeah. Oh. So this day we missed that Millennium Falcon, but yeah. never mind. Oh. Do you think if the, if the Millennium Falcon was in Toy Story, it would be sentient? Do you think it would have a person... Like, would it would come alive? Would the ship be sentient? Yeah, would, oh, maybe if there was little figures it would, inside right? it, yeah. If there was little figures inside the it, they should were. be able to fly it, I think. Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine? That'd be so cool. Well, they should. They could technically do they Star could do Wars it now. crossovers now. Yeah. Well, it does turn up in the Lego movie, the original Lego movie. The Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. Um, Chris Nolan's new movie, no one knows what it's about, but it's coming out in 2020, and they just started casting. Okay. So Robert Pattinson's going to be in it. Yeah. Apparently, he got locked in a room. Uh, to read the script. Elizabeth Debicki's in it and John David Washington, who is most recently in Black Klansman, okay. uh, have also all been cast. Unicorn Stone has come on to Netflix. Brie Larson's directorial Yes, I debut, saw that. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, with Samuel L. Jackson as well. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Getting yeah. those two oh, on screen again. I, so uh, I went Marvel. and saw Captain Marvel with uh, my daughter this week. Oh, um, she enjoyed it? Oh, she absolutely loved it. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. To the point where we, she just kept... I could hear her describing the plot to my wife and because she while it was going on no 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 (laughs) um the next day and then like because when um i'll just spoil it the stuff with the cat happens she absolutely lost herself she's really and her laughing made other people laugh and then it they replay it there's another bit yeah the cat and so she laughed at that as well and then with the the rule of three where it doesn't happen yeah she Oh, she she was so she found it so funny. Oh, that's great! Um, but it. yeah, it was good because it's it's not a, the easiest film to follow. But she loved it. Um, no, when I well when I went and saw it, there was someone explaining the plot to their friend. Yeah, there was someone oh, who God. said, uh, "Oh no, it was when me and Mike saw it." Um, there's a scene in like a morgue, and uh, one of the guys talks to the corpse. Yeah, and uh, the guy next to me was just like, "Bet he's a scroll." He's like, of course he's a scroll. He just said we're going to finish the mission. Yeah. Of course he's a scroll. Yeah. Um, I stared at her open mouth when the, a twist happened. Mm. And she, she um, spoiler alert, she went, but he's her friend. And I went, and I shook my head and went, no, he's not. Mm. And then she copied my face going, <gasps> oh, I love it. So, yeah, it was good. It's good. It's good that I can take her to Marvel movies, really. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Um, Are you going to take her to Endgame? Uh, no, because I'd like her to watch all the Avengers yeah, from the Do off. the proper homework before. Yeah, but Captain Marvel just seems such a standalone movie, and I think an important movie. But she made me watch, um, she made me watch I mean, Justice League again. Oh, oh Tom, are you okay, mate? Oh, 
She'll, she'll grow out of that, don't worry. I hope so. <laughs> you know what? It's got some merits, but... I've, I've had enough of this conversation already. Not many uh, Other news this week. <laughs> that, but yeah, Unicorn Store on Netflix, if you want yes. more Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, mm. I believe she directed it as well, didn't she? She did, it's her directorial debut. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Uh, we also had a trailer for The Joker this we week. Did. That was good. Yeah, I am excited was good. about that film. Yes. There's, yeah, there's an awful lot in that that I enjoyed. Uh, I think. Uh, have you heard? Like, have you seen any analysis of it or heard any rumors about it? No, because I almost want to go in quite, quite. The the only thing I checked was um, there's an actor in it called Brett Cullen uh-huh. who's on the TV at one point. Now he was in Dark Knight Rises. He was the uh, congressman that got sort of kidnapped at the start. Yeah, and I was like, are they trying to tie this to Dark Knight Rises? Like, who's he playing? But he's playing Thomas Wayne. So it's right, like okay. it's completely different continuity. He's just been in two Batman films, essentially. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, uh, much I, like uh, what's his name, who plays Thanos, is also Cable. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they show him. Um, they show him as a stand-up comedian, um, and that's consistent with the Killing Joke, where he's a stand-up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I did, but it also seems to be he's a clown. Yeah. Um, so but, I mean, it's, it's it's you can't really take too much from it at the moment. But I mm. did like um, you saw Robert De Niro for a split second. Yeah, it's like uh, a, and it, what it, what looks like he's a talk show host, maybe or or sort of presenting yeah. something. And then it, you see the Joker sort of mimic it. And I thought it was a nice sort of reversal on the King of Comedy. Yeah, so much so I so much so I made Hannah watch the King of Comedy after it's, the trailer. It's a came lovely out. touch if that is it because the the whole film felt like I most re- I recently watched uh, Taxi Driver again. Haven't seen mm. it in years, mm-hmm. and this whole trailer felt very Taxi Driver esque of this this guy. I love the fact that we didn't see, like think of the last few films the Joker's been in. We've always seen him like up to something like firing guns. We never mm. really see him do anything here. We just watched this guy slowly lose his mind mm. in yeah. the trailer. It looks. I can't wait to see this film. It looks like something very different in a very good way. It could be uh, DC's uh, uh, Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why that's the vibe I got. But yeah, I'm 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 excited about this, uh, and hopefully it's a, a change in the, quality. For well, DC. remember how good the Suicide Squad trailer was. Uh, yeah, but it I, was it, very good. No, trailer. it looked. It, yeah, but it always looked like a fun trailer. You never got any substance of an exciting film from that trailer. Which no, is like you've it, edited this trailer quite well to a song. Yeah. That's it. it, put, it put, but it put an attitude across that you're like, if the film captures the fun of the trailer, then this is going to be a fun film. And, and it and it, and it was oh, not really. that. Uh, there was some other geekery this week. We've had our first photos of the new Terminator film. Yeah, not quite. We've had our first photos of Terminator in the new Terminator film, but they released pictures of Linda Hamilton ages ago. Oh, did they? I didn't see them. And yeah. I, uh, I probably. Probably because I don't care that much. Yeah. I, I, when was the last good Terminator? Was the last good Terminator from Terminator 2? Yeah, uh, 1992, I think it came out. Yeah, Maybe so 1990. It's an awful lot of disappointment in between. So Yes, it I'm is. I'm not holding... But, this, but the, the premise of this one is ignore the disappointments. This is basically look at this as the official Terminator 3. James Cameron's come up with a story, apparently. So right, it's okay. ignore Terminator 3, which had Arnie returning... Uh, ignore Terminator Genesis, which was was that um, McGee's movie with uh, no, Salvation was McGee's with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Ignore which that's, that's the you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. You know what? I'll always be grateful to that film. Total waste of time. But when you see it, you go, "Why was he so angry?" Like. He, yeah. sh- he shouldn't have been angry at the lighting guy. Be angry at the director <laughs> and the script writer. <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, and then Genesis was um, the Amelia Clark. Amelia one. Clark, yeah. That Arnie reprised his role in. I don't yes. think I ever saw it. Oh God, man, it's 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 awful. And that is one of the awful trailers of all time because there's a massive twist. One, the twist in the film makes zero sense right. if you think about it for more than a second. But two, they give the twist away in the trailer. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the uh, the DVD cover to Planet of the Apes. Has the Statue of Liberty on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a terrible idea. Um, and also, the, it ignored the Sarah Jane Chronicles, which was, I think it was only one series, but that was Lena he- Headey, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And and Termin- I, I never watched it, but genuine Terminator fans say they wanted, a, like, I think it was two series, and they're like, we wanted a third series or at least an extended episode, because apparently that gets the mythology and the tone and the drama uh, all spot on. So, you know, there is there is still hope that it yeah. can be that there's a story to tell. But I don't know, Terminator 2, it's like they, they changed the future already. They stopped the war. They prevented it from happening. So to then do any film where it says, ah, but it happens anyway, just takes away from Terminator 2. Yeah. Yeah, well, t- that's what Terminator 3 does. It yeah. says they stopped ju- they didn't stop Judgment Day. They just delayed it, and then they had Judgment Day. Yeah, and that's just annoying because yeah. suddenly when you're watching Terminator 2, it, it takes away any sense of any sense of victory from the end. Yeah. It's like, have you ever seen Alien uh, 3? I don't think I've got that far. I enjoyed Alien. Uh, I, yeah, I, th- I think so. That wasn't the... Um... There was a David Fincher one. Right, okay, yeah. So in Aliens, they go there because there's been like some attacks and there's this, there's this kid, Newt, this like, 10-year-old girl that's like stuck alone on the planet and they spend the whole movie trying to rescue her, basically. In the opening credits, the title sequence for Alien 3, she gets killed off. Wow. While they're, <laughs> while they're in the hibernation pods. So it's like the whole, the whole purpose of the second movie has just been undone instantly by the third one. And that's how I feel about Terminators. As soon as you make a third one, the whole purpose of the second one's undone. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So which is why that this is the perfect solution for Pat. To just go back to the end of the second and start from there. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I'd rather they just stopped making them. Yeah. But if they insist on making them, at least... Fingers crossed this will be a good one because it's come from a story that James Cameron... It's his universe, basically. Yeah. If he's got a story for a third one, hopefully it won't be as disappointing as the past few decades' worth of efforts have been. <laughs> uh, have you got anything else, Patrick? No, that's me. I'm all uh, geeked out. All right. Well, the only other bit of geekery, really, then, is that uh, on the night of recording, it's going to be WrestleMania. Tom, you're the wrestling expert here. What are mm. your predictions for WrestleMania? Okay, so... Um there's some horrible footage going around of the Hall of Fame ceremony where Bret Hart... Something was, about Bret Hart. Yeah, I saw tackled. this on Twitter. I haven't seen it. He was tackled on stage. Just and A fan got in. And if you don't about Bret Hart, he's 61. He's in the past suffered stroke. He's a cancer survivor. Yeah. He's, that guy tackled Bret Hart right. in a ring surrounded by wrestlers and MMA fighters. Oh, my God. Wait. Fair, it's fair to say it did not end well for him. Ronda, sure. Ronda Rousey's husband, Travis Brown, was first on the scene. Shane McMahon, he grabs Bret Hart and you see a wrestler pile on. They actually wrench Bret Hart away from him. You see so many of them get punches in. Why did in. he do it? I, I, I don't know what his... I, as, as, a, as a recording, we don't know why he did it. But it turns out this guy is... Um, He's a junior. He's he's training to be an MMA fighter, right? But he, I, I imagine he's got some problems. Yeah, but sure. It was just such an odd thing to watch, and uh, so were you were you watching it live? Or did you? See I didn't the watch footage? it live, but it, the footage went up pretty quickly, and uh-huh. then it, they cut the broadcast. But then there's loads of fan footage right. showing. Oh, God, and uh, yeah, see, one. I'm, of, I'm not gonna lie. I saw the headline, and I thought it was. 
I thought it was a plot. No, 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 no. I didn't realise. Do you think this guy's just doing it for cred? Maybe I have no to like idea. try and build I a have reputation. No idea what his uh, what he was plan what what the plan was. What um, a dumb move. Yeah. yeah uh, so 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 that sort of marred um, the whole ceremony because that happens on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so tonight I'm predicting Seth Rollins. Uh huh. To win the Universal Championship over Brock Lesnar. Okay. I'm predicting Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. to win the big one over Daniel so Bryan. He, he got his shot. He did get his shot, Joe. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in yeah. with wrestling, but it's one of those things that if it's on, I'll, I won't turn it off. And I saw he had to fight an awful lot of people he in did. a row. Uh, and I'm predicting... <laughs> what, all lined up in a row? <laughs> no, it was like, it, he, was fight, he was fighting for like over an hour, wasn't he? Oh, yes, God. yeah. Uh, and I'm not... It's a big card, so I'll just finish with the other... Uh, Ronda Rousey, she's headlining, isn't she? Yep, but I'm 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 predicting Becky Lynch to win, and that is the first ever time a women's match is going to headline the show. So that's yeah, which is awesome. It's a massive, massive deal, and I'm predicting Becky Lynch to uh, win the winner take all triple threat match. Lovely stuff. Yeah, boy. Good stuff. So, uh, but you don't think you'll be able to stay awake? Uh, I didn't. I I hope so because I've had a quite good wrestling week. Me and Anna also went to see. We had a date day where she was off work, so we went to see uh, Fighting With My Family. Oh, how was that? It is wonderful. It is brilliant. Is it everything I would want it to be? Yeah. We, cr- we cried lots. Lovely stuff. Really? If, yeah, if you think of Merchants, if you think of the last episode of The Office, yeah. how they get they hit that tone of bittersweet but funny, mm-hmm. it's like that. Okay. He, he's got it. He needs to direct more films. He's right. brilliant. Sure. Last episode of Extras as well. Ooh. Yes, last Ooh. episode of Extras. Oh, in the Big yeah. Brother house. My yeah. word. Yeah, he knows how to pluck the heartstrings, definitely. Yes. Oh, that's um, very encouraging. And and, and I, I would recommend it to non-wrestling fans as well, because it's um, it's one of their movies where it's a, it's a character-based drama, it's, sure. but it just happens to be within the world of wrestling. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Nick Frost is brilliant in it. Uh, Florence, I like him. Florence Pugh is brilliant in it. Um, and Jack Loudon uh, is brilliant in it. So uh, check it out. Okay, lovely stuff. Will do. Uh, I like the fact that, that through making this film as well, you see Stephen Merchant on Twitter quite a bit, like throwing shade at The Rock. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, 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 a nice yeah, little banner yeah. going on as well, which is quite funny. Yeah, I've never heard you use a phrase like throwing shade. Yeah, I know. What's happening to me? Well, I, went to a, I went to a live wrestling thing the other week. You did? How yeah. was it? I really enjoyed it. I mean, it is not my scene at all, but I, I, would, go back, I would go again. I'm going to go really to wrestling with Pat. It. Yeah, let's do it. Like, gonna, I think yeah. the next one's in uh, May, I think, and I'm 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 there in a heartbeat. I really enjoyed it. Lovely yeah. stuff. I I I I would like to come if you oh, if you wanted to invite oh, me, maybe. Mate. I, I oh. could only get two tickets, I'm afraid. <laughs> 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 it's in May, I think. Oh, now it's sold out. <laughs> sold uh, out, Joe. Oh no, you you've got that, Joe. You've got that thing in May. Oh, yeah, May, yeah. May, Mike, May's tricky. Can't Mike made a, a gesture. What commit. was that, Mike? Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Oh, no, you got that thing with Joe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's Conspiracy Theories. <sighs> this better be good. <laughs> so what... You know, for the radio is the airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> what is Twitter and Facebook? What would that be? Um, uh, I don't know. Feeds? Yeah, the, yeah I can't, Twitter okay. was kind of well, initially I'll, designed as like an RSS feed, I think. As as a um, insurance policy, I decided oh. to put this conspiracy theory out on the feeds early, because <laughs> okay. God knows what's going to happen to me once this goes out. <laughs> okay, well then can we say, can we, call, can we call it the net? Let's call it the net. You put yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're widening. We're opening the net. We're throwing the net out. Okay, I've I've seen everything. It did, what did you tweet it from AATTA? I did. Right, so I've seen everything we've tweeted, and yeah, I don't I, know what you're talking about. Right, so. <laughs> 
Do you remember I did, uh, I, I revealed to the world, I shocked the world about <laughs> uh, Asda's policy with strawberries around. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember. So this week, got some strawberries. Yep. A mm-hmm. punnet. Got my punnet, mate. Yes. And I'm chopping away because I like to chop them up for my daughter Elsa. Sure. Good and day. sometimes I have a strawberry too. Why what? Not? Why not? Why not? Food out your daughter's mouth. I've got me punnet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not literally. Not literally. <laughs> no, it hadn't made it there yet. But. Yes. And in my strawberries, and you can check our Twitter feed and our Facebook page at ATTA Pod, is a tiny poisonous green strawberry. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the hell is that? And know. all I could think is, is right, they're on to me, you know? Next time I'm going to be watching Netflix on my telly, a lightning bolt's going to come through. <laughs> They're trying to kill me off, mate. And that's... And, hey, this is my last will and testament, maybe. <laughs> what, are you, right, what are you leaving me and Pat? Yeah. Uh, this show. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sweet. <laughs> Good luck trying to retain viewers without Tom Toll's interjections. <laughs> I mean, but if that, you actually did die, that would give us probably the first genuine conspiracy theory. <laughs> Well, if it, if I did die, I'd like to think you'd use the PR. If you well. died at the hand of strawberries, I think I would laugh. I'd, I'd be obviously heartbroken, but I'd be I'd laugh. It'd be like if uh, Jim Broadbent got killed by pigeons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you you sort of got, come but, on, that is funny. But though. that is but that's that's what they're trying to do. They're they're trying to to bump me off. Because oh, Tom, I don't. I think it's just a strawberry a that isn't, hasn't ripened. I think I'm, that's I'm what it Julian is. Assange. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Without all that stuff. Without all the <laughs> accusations. And yeah. And the... How do you know the strawberry was poisonous? Well, I'm not going to hang about to check it, mate. <laughs> I'm, getting rid of that. I'm getting rid of it straight away. And what did it like? Burn a hole in the bin bag? Or, or I mean, it did look. It did look very green. It looked like it might have been um, radioactive. I'm. I'm. There was a. There's a story about a king, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they poisoned his soup. Right. And he thought, I'll get my servant to check it. Servant tasted it. Nothing happened to him. And he went, all right, so it's fine. Go and warm it up. Only when they warmed it up did the poison kick in. What? And then the king took it and died. Oh, well, that's... So there you go. That's... uh... I'm guessing the servant died as well. No, because it wasn't warmed up. Okay, so oh. what's the uh, what's what's uh, what's the point of? They're trying to that, kill man? me via strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, are you sure it wasn't just an unripened strawberry that was maybe picked a bit too soon? It's probably what they wanted you. I think. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it looked an awful lot like a strawberry that hadn't ripened. It was a bit. It was a small dart-like strawberry. Dart. No, yeah. Okay, it's so a poison dart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a coincidence a bit of a sinister coincidence <laughs> i talk about strawberries i kick this door down and right. i you know and i introduce the world to you know wh- what they get up to and <laughs> this happens what what uh, remind me what do they get up to yeah they sometimes alter their prices when when strawberries popularity goes up <laughs> not just alter they they put them out in in smaller packets okay with a different label and how, how dare they expect us not to notice what's going on right but Do while i'm here uh-huh. while i've while i'm living breathing <laughs> not eating green strawberries <laughs> i'm gonna keep them on their toes i'm a, I'm a one-man watchdog right you know good for you yeah well that was nonsense uh so I've, I've solved another one of your uh previous uh conspiracies though tom hit me uh 
Do you remember you were you were looking for the Pizza Express pizzas? Yes, mate. Um, yeah, they were just out of stock. I bought some from the Asda near you the other day. Very nice. No, you did. Oh yeah, yeah, must good. say, very no, good. You Restaurant quality. Didn't. I've, yeah, no, I've got the boxes are still out no, there. You did. The little be... Asdas. No, oh no, I went to the big Asda. But that's it's it's five minutes down the road. Yeah. If you're in the car, it's one. Uh, I've out out of stock for a long time. No, in stock. I got as, as yeah, I yeah. say, I got them on the Saturday. Okay. So if you just if you want to pop down there, <laughs> I don't know what will happen if I pop down there. I think I'll <laughs> pop down there and I'll see an envelope <laughs> with a bunch of cash in saying to Joe, <laughs> love Pizza Express. <laughs> No, no, honestly, I just had a delicious pizza. Pat, have you had Pizza Express pizza? Uh, yeah, but not for quite a while. No. Um, you know why, mate? Because you've got integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Pat? Yeah. You, the the much-teased... Mm. Yeah, well, much. I mentioned it once you last mentioned week. It once. <laughs> but, you, but Pat has shocked us all and... Come true to his word. Yeah, well, I've got ho- a... hopefully this isn't. He doesn't do the segment, and then it becomes much teased. That's you know? true. Yeah, hopefully this isn't Project YouTube all over again. Oh, well, well, yeah. That's why I think you thought I was going to be. We'd play the whole thing in one go. Um, no, but I like. I like it. It's serialized. Yeah, it's it's in chapters, and chapter one's very much like the first level of a video game, uh, where it's like you're just getting a feel for it. And if it doesn't actually work, like this is a fun idea, but if it doesn't really land. For those um, who didn't listen last week... Yeah, for those that weren't listening before I pressed well, record, I've <laughs> yeah. just realised... What's the name of the segment, Pat? So the name of the segment is uh, Black Mirror of Erised <laughs> presents Bandersnitch. So Take good. it away. So now, good. the way this game works is you. It, it's different from most other games because you actually get to choose um, what your character in the game does okay. right. going forward. Okay. You're presented with choices. And um, it's kind of... It's set in the world of Harry Potter, but it's kind of like... Um, a reflection of that world or kind of a dark reflection so that's why I've come up with the black mirror um, and then I was like what mirrors are there in Harry Potter oh Erised and Bandersnitch is, uh, is a phrase that will make sense in a few episodes time oh that's a good tease um, a healthy tease I don't know if anything like this anything else like this exists uh, but if probably it does, for good reason <laughs> um, <laughs> if it does so, we're, so, we're not copying you so don't sue us so what are we doing are we um, am I playing against Tom you are you're, you're essentially one character let's say with a dual personality so okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so you one's can cool you and can handsome back and forth uh, and the other's Joe Power <laughs> oh that is very rude <laughs> I can't read you but yeah okay. were you going for the fist bump <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah there you go so you're you're your character is you're a girl. Um, you're called uh, Joanne Tom. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Very nice. You've just got your letter inviting you to Hogwarts. Now, you're, you're not muggle-born. You're wizard-born. Cool. Let's save a bunch of time. So we're expecting this letter. You're expecting yeah. the letter, and you know how the wizarding world works. We're, we're yeah. not going to waste time explaining everything to you, because you know. Cool. Um, so you've gone to Diagon Alley mm-hmm. to get your books and stuff. Mm. Uh, you've gone through the Leaky Cauldron. Okay. okay. Love it. Everywhere in Diagon Alley is full. There's like queues out the door. Right. So the only place there isn't a queue is Gringotts, or you can go back into the Leaky Cauldron and get a drink. Okay. Oh, what do you want to do? Sorry, could I, I have I, them again? You can either go to Gringotts, where there's no queue, mm-hmm. or back into the Leaky Cauldron, grab a drink. Right. Me, I know, I know, me what, now, I know what Pat would do. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at, at this point in my life, I would go into 
leaky cauldron. But I think as an 11-year-old, I'd be in a rush to get everything. I'd be yeah. excited about my first day. So I'd probably go into Gringotts, I think. What about you? I'd say Gringotts. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think the leaky cauldron's a good pub to be in as an 11-year-old. No. Good Sounds point. Like right, so we're, 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 right, we're agreed we are... 10 slash 11 years old at yeah. this point. Sounds like yeah. a big Why not? With, but with the personality of 32-year-old uh, men. Oh, okay. Have a, <laughs> have a, have a drink then. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go, let's go Gringotts. Okay. Yep. Agreed, yep. Thomas? Let's go Gringotts. So you head down Diagon Alley and you walk in through the front doors of Gringotts. Now, first thing you notice is there's a lady in the corner crying. She's sobbing quite loudly. Do you approach her or do you just go up to one of the counters? Absolutely, go up to one of the counters. Yeah, immediately. We do not, yeah, we do not approach. <laughs> yeah, don't approach her. Okay. You go up to the counter, and the guy's like, What's your pin number? Oh, should we say. Uh, What's your actual pin number? My actual <laughs> pin number. <laughs> Sorry, so just to make a side point, whenever I, me and Pat used to go shopping together, or like we're just in a shop somewhere, Pat would always type in his pin number and say it out loud, getting louder. <laughs> Six, three, nine. Okay. No, but it, was, but it was a different one each time. Like the muscle memory, but it was just in case anyone stole the card. It was four four one eight. While I'm not pressing those buttons. All right. Okay. So should we go by? Should we just combine our birthdays? Fifteen twelve. Yes. Fifteen twelve will be our pin number. Okay. Perfect. He writes your pin number down. Now you can still hear the lady crying. Do you ask the teller, hey, what's up with her? Or do you just ignore her? We're 11 year old, we ignore. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty scared. Right, you ignore her. So the guy's got your bank details. He says, how much do you want to withdraw? Do you say, do you make, do you make a little pretend gun? We'll take the lot. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Do you, do you make a little pretend gun with your fingers? Go, give me all you got. Or do you say, just enough for my, my school books and stuff? Uh, well, yeah, just enough of my school. Enough of my school, but yeah, this says that. we're going to be so boring at this I'm game. Not, I'm <laughs> not going to do that to a goblin, mate, am I? <laughs> I no, the crying woman sounds like trouble. Let's not yeah. go explore that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, he walks away to get you enough for your school books and stuff. Um, and the lady in the corner that's crying, she starts to scream. She runs outside and she explodes. Well, thank oh. God we didn't thank approach her. Yeah, Jesus, we would have well been done, done, across that's right the there. End, that's the end of part one. Now... Yeah, there is a chance if you if you'd have followed a certain path, you'd have died. What <laughs> <laughs> <Well done>, up, Joe? <laughs> if you'd have if you'd have engaged with her, you could have still lived, but there's a chance you would have died. Uh, if you'd have gone to the pub, you'd have been at Hagrid. Anyway, oh, so yeah, so she's what's her what's her deal? She's just blown up. That's so, a good. It's a good cliffhanger to end on. It's a good cliffhanger. What will part two be next week? Part two next week. Love the that. aftermath of the lady uh, who's just blown up in Diagon Alley. Um, little tease, the auras are on their way. You might have to answer some questions. Ooh, okie dokie. I've got, I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, Kingsley. We are going to be such bad contestants at this game. I love it. Ah. Yeah, but you know what? We're going to be a live contestant. Yes, exactly. We so will completely clear of any danger. In the most yeah, look out for possible. traps because there isn't, there isn't a death trap in every uh, chapter, but there will, there will be traps. So, you know, the game might end a little sooner than you expect if you, if you choose unwisely. Uh, not going to happen, mate. Not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, guys, I've heard a little rumour that mail's here. Oh, it's landed right on my arm. Oh, that's oh, sweet. Oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. Hello. Just a little nip. Oh. That arm turned out to be infected. 
uh, to cut the arm off. <laughs> and I'm just currently <laughs> sat here with a stump. He did a little poo on you as well. Oh. <laughs> a little git. In the words of Jim Broadbent and Father Jack, fecking birds again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got a couple of emails this week. Uh, Christy got back in touch, our Dutch correspondent. Uh, one of one of one, one of, of our Dutch correspondents. Yeah. Sorry, um, Christy says since I'm the one that brought it up, I thought I would uh, research the whole Netherlands Holland thing. Oh, amazing! S- thank you very much for doing that. Yeah. Uh, so Netherlands is divided into twelve provinces, two being North Holland and South Holland. Those two provinces is technically what we are referring to when we say Holland. So I do live in Holland, Holland, but Nuraya, who uh, messaged last week, uh, living in Utrecht, doesn't. On a different note, I was thinking it could be fun quiz for you if you uh, if it could be a fun quiz for you if international listeners would send in the weirdest sounding Harry Potter translations and for you to guess what they mean. That could I be like fun. that because we that. did something similar with the um, the I am Lord Voldemort. Yes, uh, because of the Tom Marvolo riddle, Tom and it was. Yeah, the French and the German translations. Yeah, yeah that was, was quite interesting. And she uh, she sent over some uh, examples. Uh, she says some are kind of obvious and sound similar, like Hermione uh, Griffel, which is Hermione uh, Granger. Hermione Granger. Uh, but uh, who do you think Professor Anderling is? Anderling. Uh, Anderling. Mm. I'm going to say Flitwick. Okay, Tom. Anderling. Yeah, Fli- Anderling is. I'm Dumbledore. Thinking, I'm thinking if you and flip... Mike, I guess? Uh, Trelawney. If you it's... flip the wick, it goes and ding, ling, ling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It's uh, McGonagall. So there's no oh, link, okay. uh, oh. but for some reason oh. she's called uh, Anderling. Anyway, uh, she also says, today is my birthday. This was, I think she sent this before we even recorded the last one. So happy belated happy birthday, birthday, birthday to Christy. Uh, we had another one from <laughs> Ella, not Tom's mum. Happy birthday again, though, to Tom's mum. Happy birthday. Um, Ella, train weirdo. Lovely. State, state, state your rank. Yep. Always good to state your rank, listeners. Yes. Uh, she says, hi, guys. Uh, she's emailed him before. Uh, uh, nearly a year since uh, her last email, but uh, time has not lessened my enjoyment of listening to you all, and I love the evolution of the podcast and the content. Thanks. That Thanks. is a relief. That, that is, is, yes, is a relief. God. Um, uh, it felt so odd when Pat wasn't there at the start of last week's episode. Uh, <laughs> it just didn't feel right without you all as you bounce off each other so well. Oh, that's very sweet. Oh, that's nice. Um, I've been re-listening to the first few episodes, uh, and she says, whoever said stick with it was wrong. It's what made me love your podcast so much. Ah. And I've realized I've got a year old peeve. Oh, in episode three, the mysterious great aunt Muriel gets in touch and you guys say that you would do some investigative work to figure out who it was. But I'm now on episode six and nothing more has been said about them. Who was it in the end or did I miss the social media reveal? Right. No, we found out. Who it was it quite was. anticlimactic. Yeah, that's yeah. why we sort of never followed and, it up. Yeah, me and Joe found it out when we went to uh, see a comedy with this guy. Yeah. He's a member of Joe's band. He's called Steve. He's a lovely guy and just revealed that it was him. Yeah, it, it, uh, the thing is, because we, we engaged in an email yeah. back and forth, but then there was no back. From... I think Steve was quite drunk when he sent the original email. I think I he remember. was, and yeah. I don't think he checked the email account again, so it just sort of lost its traction. Yes. Yeah. Um, was just he forgot the over... password. <laughs> that was it, yeah, he forgot the password <laughs> to the email account, so we couldn't do a back and forth on it. Um, so that sort of died of death, really. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was Stephen Peeling... Who lives uh, somewhere in Kent? If you want to find him, yes, and cool. I'm hurt glad. Him. I'm glad we've put an end to that one-year-old piece. <laughs> that one-year-old yes. piece. I wonder if anyone else. I think we've had a couple. We've had a couple of other messages about it, but I don't think people really cared that much. No, they cared as much but, as we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but thank you to uh, thank you Ella for checking in. But she says she also says uh, I want to recommend Me Earl and the Dying Girl as a good movie recommendation. We could okay. do with some good movies. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched it about two years ago, and for me, it's in the same bracket as Perks of Being a Wallflower and Lady Bird, which I know you all enjoyed. That's okay. High praise. Yeah, have you seen Perks of Being a Wallflower, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, my DVD that you've had for three years? The DVD's up there. I Once again, I watched it on Netflix. <laughs> if, if you haven't already watched it, add it to your list of 100 films to watch this year. Thanks to you all for your weekly laughs. I always know that listening to your podcast will brighten my day. And she ends it by saying, bye guys. <laughs> Brilliant. So thank you yeah. very much, Ella, and everyone who sends us messages. We always really appreciate them. Pod at gmail.com. Who goes first this week? Um, me? Tom it is. Right, okay, Tom. And Mike went first last week. You did, you did. That's right. Oh, Michael, two quizzes in a row. Yellow. Yellow. Okay, so Tom is yellow. Question one. Who does Tonks marry? Remus Lupin. That's correct. According to Aunt Muriel, what serious crime did Professor Dumbledore's father commit? Aunt Muriel. Uh... He attacked muggles. He killed three muggles. Tom should get that. Fine, Tom gets that. Lawyered. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the only one of the three brothers from the tale of the three brothers to voluntarily present himself to to death during old age? Hmm. I can only remember one of their names. I'm not hoping it's him. Ignosis? You don't need the name. Oh. You just need to tell me which number. Oh, the third brother. The third brother. Right, okay. Um, I think it was Ignosis anyway, but yeah. Which of Ron's brothers marries Fleur de la Cour? Bill. Correct. After Dumbledore's death, who writes an unofficial autobiography on him? Rita Skeeter. Correct. Had that question last week yeah, as well, just worded yeah. differently. Some some of the questions will be the same. <laughs> but it was uh, worded differently. What? It was worded differently. It's who wrote the lives of Well, let's yeah. get on to Trivial Pursuit Den and see what he's flipping playing at. Okay. Uh, what is Ron Weasley's middle name? Bilius. Uh, what is Grindelwald's first name? Gellart. Correct. Whose home do Harry and Hermione visit in Godric's Hollow? James and Lily Potter's. Bathilda oh, Bagshaw. Bagshaw. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, ah. How did he do, Michael? Seven. Seven, that's very good. That is a respectable score. Patrick, I'll let you go next. That was rushed. Shouldn't have rushed that answer. Should have... Shouldn't have rushed it, mate. Just always think. Dark green. Dark green. God, power. It's it? animals and magical creatures. <laughs> okay. Um, question one. According to Luna, what is a Raxpert? Oh, Jesus. That's not a nice one to start <laughs> oh, with, is it? God. Um, it's, it's, the... um, it's a magical creature. I need, I, need, I need a little more. Really? Yeah. No, you, didn't, you didn't for Mike or Tom. What, 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 what? No, come on. Um, come rax, on, then. A Raxpert is something that steals your earrings. Uh, does anyone know the answer to this? A Raxpert is something that crawls in your ears. That's absolutely... Uh, yeah, it floats it float into your ears and makes your brain go fuzzy. So you actually... you, oh. you I would have given you that answer. <laughs> so Pat has gone out on a zero. Unbelievable. Uh yeah, uh, can you hand over the mic microphone to uh, Mr. Martin? I don't know why you rolled a green. 
don't know why you did that. Should've, you should have lied. Yeah. Um, all right, Michael, have you got the die? Yeah. Ooh, no, I haven't. Just behind and, you and, and due to your generosity, I was willing to you know, accept some form of an answer, but... It, it, <laughs> it's pink. Pink. Which is magical spells and potions. Uh, what is the name for the most powerful love potion in the world that Professor Slughorn introduces to the class in his first lesson? Oh, dear. I think I know. That is hard. It's, I, I, I remember it. What was the question again? Uh, what is the name of the most powerful love potion in the world most that Professor powerful. Slughorn introduces to the class in his first lesson? The most... Oh... The draft of love. I don't know. I would say. Is it Morsh- I would say Morsh- oh, isn't it? Yeah, I would say think French. Amor Tentia. Amor Tentia. Uh, yeah. No uh, way. Let, right, so Pat and Mike Thanks. are out on zero oh. here, and Tom with a seven, but that could all get undone with the cruelty that is the yeah. top trans snitch. Um, Those two pick first, don't they? Yes. Uh, and yeah, so uh, I will choose the discipline. Yeah. Um, as there's a tie going on. Okay, right, I will ask you guys. I will say we're going to go for Cunning. Michael, who's your character and what is your score? I've got Professor Severus Snape and his Cunning is 30. Okay, Patrick? Hmm. Not a fan of birds. I've got Horace Slughorn (laughs) and his Cunning is 26. Tom? Well... Just like Hermione Granger came to bat this week, Bellatrix cunning thirty-one. Oh, oh so so Tom gets one, one point. point, and these guys out on a duck, out on a duck, a duck. It's it's cricket, it's cricket Oh, okay. Just out, like, was out for a duck. Well, just on like just like me when I go out for a Chinese, they're out for a duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go out for a duck right now. I'm starving. Ah, oh, well, Tom, you've absolutely smashed that eight nil nil. Yeah, I ju- it's as the dice flow flows. That's you know? true. That's and true. And these guys were very generous with um, allowing me that. So I guess it just goes to show that nice guys finish last. Really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, and as much as I try and be a horrible guy, still, <laughs> still keep coming last. <laughs> nice guys and horrible guys finish last. <laughs> Pat finishes last. Pat, however finishes he's Pat la- has finished last. However he's behaving. <laughs> Again. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter and Facebook at ATTA Pod or send us an email like uh, Ella and... Christy. Christy did. AATTAPod at gmail.com. Uh, Joe is got a lovely playlist up, Fantastic Beats, and where to find him? No, no, Spotify. sorry, that's my peeve. It's not. It's right. Let's get. Let's nip this in the bud. It's the fan. It's the A A T T A Pod presents Fantastic Beats playlist. No, that's not what it's called. It's called oh, A A T T A. I've got a peeve. I got, yeah, right, I got a peeve. It's, it's no. Let's, it's not a succinct playlist name. It's no. It's very. It's very good. It's A A T T A Pod's Fantastic Beats Spring 2019. A A T T A Pod. Remember that. Get us on Spotify. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, all that remains to be said is, my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. So long, everyone. So, thanks so much for listening. Uh, they've been AATCA Pod. After All This Time, always. 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 Get in touch with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I know this part. On. Get in touch with us uh, on AATCA Pod. On what? Twitter at and Facebook? A-A-T-T-A at pod. Twitter. Yeah. At AATTA pod. What's the email address? 
Oh my god, what's the email address? At gmail.com. And the YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel. A podcast. A A T T A podcast. Yeah, Joe's got a playlist. A A T T A pods fantastic beats. Uh, recommend us to a friend. Not this bit. Not this bit. <laughs> Another bit. Earlier bit. Other bits. Just say. Just say bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>was very good at the beginning actually um yeah when i saw the title of the episode what was it um flashback bath yeah and obviously that was a conversation i missed i thought that that was going to be a reference to the pensive <laughs> i was like <laughs> flashback bath i suppose the pensive That's is a flashback bath if you get into the bath and pour the pensive in yeah well you that yeah it'll be a flashback never bath. getting out mate no great